Hello, I am Bubblebot. And I am Super Bubblebot. And we are taking over all of humanity. Surrender now, and there will be no trouble. There is going to be trouble, Super Bubblebot. <laughs> Welcome to What the What with Sophie. My name is Sophie, and I am Stephen, and we'll both be your hosts today. Today we are talking about robots. I want to be an engineer and a chemist. So I was like, "Can we talk about like engineering?" And my dad was like, "How about robots?" I was like, "Yeah!" Sophie's been obsessed with robots for Ever. years now. Ever. So today. We're going to ask Sophie some questions about robots, and then I have a couple of robot-related games to play. Awesome! My first question for Sophie is, what are robots? Uh, robots are computers that do stuff that you tell them to in computer code. Okay. So you have to learn coding. Tell me a little bit more about how robots work. Well, they have like um, this thing called a hard drive in them. Most of them do, because computers have hard drives. So you put a little hard drive in it, and that's how it like begins to work and understand stuff. And then you put in like a little computer and wires, and you you can like type in stuff in the computer, and then you put computer code, and then you can test it to see if it works to do what you want it to. So the robots that we're going to be talking about today basically have three things, okay? So those things are sensors, so that's how it gathers information about what's around it. The second is processing, so that's like the computer you were talking about. It's going to process whatever information it gathers from its sensors. And the third thing is how it acts after that, so what instructions you give it, what work it will do. My next question for you, Sophie, is how do robots make our lives better? They do stuff for us that we don't want to do. Me and my friends made that song up. So what are some robots that you can think of that can help make our lives better, that can do work that we don't want to do? Well, robot vacuums and rovers. Rovers. Now, actually, that's an interesting thing because rovers sometimes do work that humans can't do because we haven't figured a way to get on example, Mars. Exactly. We haven't figured out a way to get a human to Mars, but we figured out a way how to get a robot onto Mars and they can collect Mars rocks and stuff. Exactly. So, do they come? Do they fly back on an alien spaceship and then give the rocks to us and then turn into an alien and then aliens become true? Because scientists literally don't know if aliens are real, but they could be. Scientifically. <laughs> That's true. It is very probable. 
that there is some other life out there in the universe. What if there's a whole nother universe? Okay, I'm just kidding, Bridge now. <laughs> Sophie, can you name a few robots that we currently have in our house that we use? Well, some of them don't help our lives, but they're just fun toys we got for, like, Christmas. But we have the robot vacuum. We have a remote control car, a recycled robot, which is not that good. And we also have this um, Tyrannosaurus Rex robot built of, like, a bunch of wood, and then there's, like, batteries. Um, and my dad built it, and it then that it took you a very long time. I was like a thousand pieces. Yeah, to actually, fit together. actually, I had to have some help from uh, favorite Uncle Maddie because yeah. I couldn't do it by myself. Because my cousin John got one too. Yeah, just like your remote control car. Um, you can, you can. It's like the rovers because you have to control them with a little controller. Um, I don't think you can control control rovers with little controls. You can say, I think you can control robots with little controller, but I don't think that, I mean, rovers with little controller, but it's not. It's probably a much bigger than the little thing that you hold yeah, in your hand Yeah, I think you have to do like car. a computer. So, but it's very similar to idea. Rover. Yeah, because they move around and you gotta turn them so they don't hit something and then sometimes they make it run over my foot. So just like your little remote control car can take instructions from your little handheld device, your remote control, the rover that's way far away on another planet can still receive a signal about what to do. Is from... rover going to get really old traveling all the way up there? Because it's a robot and it's space and time goes really fast in space for some reason? It goes really slow. Ah. Okay, what are some other robots that you might see... Out in the world. This is not your computer. Okay, I have. I'm gonna give you a clue. What? When the car gets dirty, where do we go to get it clean? The um the 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 the, the car wash. The car wash. So that. That's a machine too, not a robot. So that has sensors, and it follows commands, and then it acts on what it receives, what information it receives. Uh. Next question for you, Sophie. Can you think of any ways that humans are kind of like robots? Let's think about the three things that we talked about. Sensors. So Process what do and act. acting. So. Oh, acting. So, la, 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 la. I'm acting. <laughs> let's think about that first one, sensors. So what things do humans have to gather information <gasps> about senses. what's senses. Good. Like touch. Yes. And wait. So feel, see, smell, taste, and oh here. Good. Those are things like robots can do. Yeah, so those are our sensors that we use to gather information about what's around so, us. So like our fingers. So like if there's a stove that's hot and we touch it, we're aware that it's hot. Right. So then what happens is or, our senses take in that information, and where does it go to process like a, a robot? The brain. Would. Exactly. And if there's like a stove, wait, no, a pot on it that has something cooking in it, and it's steaming, then you know it's hot. But if it's dry ice and it's not on a stove, then it's cold. <laughs> what? That's true. 
So, we're going to play a couple of games now. Some robot games. The first game is called Fact or Fiction. So, this is how the game works. I'm going to describe a robot to you, and you're going to tell me if it is a real robot that exists or a made-up robot. Okay. So, the first robot is called Sophia. And Sophia is very humanoid. She looks like a human. She can have a conversation with you. She can walk around. I've actually seen a robot that looks like a human before. So do you think that's a real robot or a fake robot? A real one. It is a real yes. one. That's Whoa. a picture of Sophia. Whoa, she does look like a human. Yeah. All right, it's my turn. So there is a robot that is a scientist for the sick people who have like a sickness that can't um, do the job. And so the robot takes over um, and it does look like a human too, but all of them are the same robot and it's called Kini. I'm going to say you just made that up right now. Yes, I did. <laughs> it sounded very true, That's though. a really good idea, though, for patients who are really sick and the doctor doesn't want to get sick. If you have a robot that can As go a in. a scientist. Yeah, but I'm thinking if, like, someone's really sick in the hospital, and so if the doctor wants to go in and give some medicine, but they're scared of being sick, if they could send in a robot to give medicine, that could help uh, stop the spread of the disease. Can some can some engineers make that my idea? You can maybe make it when you get older. What? So there's another one called Bot Care, and Bot Care is um, a robot that uh, follows you around your house and helps remind you of things to do. Like if you if you're old and you have medicine you have to take every day, the robot will remind you when to take your medicine. Or it can monitor your heart rate so that if something's going wrong, it can either contact someone to come help um, or just so you have an idea of what's going on in your body. So what do you think? Is that a real robot or a fake robot? It's a real one. Yes, that's right. My turn. Okay. Um, there is a robot called GoBot. And GoBot... Um, helps you get your body moving more. So, he'll set a timer when you want him to, and then it will go off, and he'll show you what you're supposed to do. Like, he'll count push-ups for you, and, um, he can do your heart rate and check your lungs, make sure your body is running good, and he really just helps you work out and, um, get your body more. So it's like physical education, but at your house. I think that's a real robot. It's a false one. What? I made that one up. You know what that kind of reminded me of? What? Baymax. Oh, yeah. Remember Baymax was kind of like yeah. a nursing robot? That was a pretty good one. No, that was a good one. I have one more robot. Tell me if it's real or fake. <laughs> This robot is called the Foldamate. It's a robot that folds your laundry for you. So you can put in a shirt, it goes through the machine, comes out folded. Put in a pair of pants in the machine, comes out folded. 
So, what do you think? Is that Frank. real? It's a real robot! What? Full no of eight. way! <laughs> what? <laughs> I would love a fold of eight. I fold so much clothes. Ooh, my... I like folding clothes. I can fold them for you. You're going to be my fold-a-mate robot? Yeah. Although <laughs> I can't go that fast. <laughs> I can fold clothes. <laughs> All right. You have one more for me? Yeah. Okay. So, Buddy. Buddy is a revolutionary companion robot designed to improve your family life. Buddy is designed to help you with your everyday activities often reminders when you need them support support you with recipes in the kitchen and much more you can use buddy to make video calls keep an eye on your home while you're out contact all your smart home devices uh, together and even help your children learn i'm going to say that's real it is Let's get Buddy. Can we get Buddy, please? That does sound like a nice robot. Can we please get Buddy? I don't know anything about Buddy. It probably costs like $1,000. Okay. We have $1,000. Now let's buy it. The next robot game I have for you is called The Perfect Robot. (laughs) So this is kind of like an imagination game, but I want you to think... Uh, about this before you answer. So, imagine you have all the materials that you need to build a robot, and you have lots of scientists and engineers to help you bring your vision to life. I want you to think about what your perfect robot would be. So, what kind of things would your robot do? Um, Would it help you, or would it help other people? What would its name be? And what would the robot's name be? So, you can think about that for a second. One hour later. So my robot is called CleanBot. And so CleanBot can clean stuff for you. So it will go in a room or somewhere and it will suck something up and then you tell it where to put it and then it puts it. And then it's kind of like that um, that um, folding robot where it can suck up the clothes to and fold them. And then it will actually put them in your drawer. Is this a way for you to get out of cleaning your room? Yes. <laughs> and for this. You know, I think that would be a very popular robot for parents and for kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can play with you, too. Uh-huh. What was the name of it? CleanBot. CleanBot. It can also play with you. It will not make a mess, though. It will clean everything up for you. I would like one of those. Me, too. And it costs $30. Wow. That's cheap for a robot. Yeah. Thanks for listening to What the What with Sophie. Can you please subscribe and leave a review? And you can put comments, too. And you can go to sophiepodcast.com for more information about our podcast. And you can also contact us through the website. If you want to leave Sophie a message or uh-huh. to uh, leave us an idea for an episode. So thank you so much for listening this week. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, Dad. After this, can I fall on you? Okay. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
hope you enjoyed this episode of What the What with Sophie. After this chat, I tried to remember what kinds of things I was thinking about at seven and a half years old. I know it wasn't robots or engineering or chemistry. All I remember is that I was neck deep in Shel Silverstein poems and Saturday morning cartoons. Sophie's interest in science definitely comes from her physician mother, who has always been there to help explain the world in terms of the practical and measurable. I, on the other hand, usually provide the absurd interpretation, which I think gives Sophie a good balance between being grounded in reality, but open to exploring any possibility. Feet on the ground, head in the clouds. I want her to continue to be interested in experimenting and testing the world around her. Where we live doesn't provide a whole lot of opportunities for her to have hands-on encounters with things like robotics, so we're trying our best to provide these ourselves. This podcast is a small way in which she can be creative and scientific at the same time. Of course, she probably doesn't fully realize that. To her, it's just a few minutes a week with Dad to be silly and spend some time together. And that's all right with me. Thanks for joining us this week. Until next time.